This is a Showbile podcast. Halfway to 50, lads. It's episode 25 that we're into now, and we're glad you could join us for it. Ty Demery here, and we've got lots of gambling picks for you today. We've got some for the NHL, the NFL, and UFC 280. And for all those picks, we've got some new segments to introduce. So really excited to see how that goes. And then as for topics today, we've got a few of them. One thing we'll look at is the current state of the MLB postseason. Also, the NBA season is now underway. So that's something to look at. And I think we'll uh, visit our fantasy sports leagues at some point today, too. And uh, we'll just, you know, start today with hockey. And uh, I know these guys got some chirps burning inside them. They're uh, waiting to get out after that Leafs versus Sens game on the weekend. So... Let's get this out of the way early here, and uh, hopefully the pod doesn't self-destruct, but what would you guys make of that game there on, uh, was it Saturday this past week? Yeah, so uh, you know what? I expected to come in here, puff the chest out, chirp ya, but you know what? I'm going to show a little bit of class, expecting that Ottawa is going to wow. beat us at some point this year, and you're going to have to show it too. Ottawa didn't look bad. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Yeah. Ottawa did not look bad whatsoever. I like their young team. They work hard, whatever else. I don't think... From watching, I've only watched one game. You're gonna, you're probably gonna argue this. I don't think they're a playoff team this year. Still, I think that defensive core is still a little young and needs some work. Maybe one more piece to it, especially if Shabbat gets injured because he's, like you said, he rips up the minutes. He was playing against the, yeah. He was on the ice the whole game. I felt like, but I do yeah. like the Leafs' effort that they gave on Saturday. There's not much I can say about the Leafs right now, though. That's kind of positive. I didn't like their effort in Montreal. I didn't like their effort in Arizona. I didn't necessarily love their effort the whole game in Ottawa. The only game that I really enjoyed with the Leafs so far is the Capitals game, and they got a tough game against the Stars tonight that I don't think they're going to win. I don't know what you thought about it, Stewie, but it was a win against Ottawa, but it wasn't an impressive win by any means. I won't have anything to say realistically until uh, until we lose one to Ottawa. I'm just going <laughs> to let the, let the win it speak w- for itself, you know? I agree 100% with, with DK there. Like It was a, a super close game. Like I thought it could have went either way there. Like the... Both the Giroux goal and the Justin Hall goal were kind of uh, lucky bounces in front of the net. Like it was that kind of game where you had to get those greasy ones to to get ahead in that game. So uh, really looking forward to seeing how the next one goes because as you mentioned there, like you're not sure if they're a playoff team, and I'm not sure at this point if they are early or yet. But I think it's uh, too early to say uh, whether or not yep. they're going to make the playoffs because you've only seen a couple games. And like I watched that that home opener against Boston, and they came out flying like two goals in the first five minutes or something like that. They were buzzing out there. The home crowd was behind them. And uh, even that game, just the, the opening to that game, Alfie was there. So they, I heard the song, his favorite song, Beautiful Day Playing. And then the, you knew he was coming up on the Jumbotron. It flashes to him. He comes out, drops the puck. And uh, that kind of energy, if, if the crowd's behind the Sands team and whatnot, I think they can make a, a big push for the playoffs this year. So I hope that's what happens. But uh it kind of sucked getting the loss to the Leafs as it does every time. So we'll see how, <laughs> how the next matchup goes. And uh, I think it's going to be a great battle all series long. I think we play you guys four times or three more times or something like that. So can't wait to see how that all goes down. But uh, DK, I know you had some thoughts on Matt Murray there. I don't know if uh, you wanted to get into that today or save that. <laughs> so you, you, you guys you guys will both have opinions on this, Ty. So I looked something up the other day, or maybe I heard it on the radio. Either way, I, I'll credit to it wasn't me that found this stat. I heard it. Uh, coming home and it was like he had played 47 games in his last two seasons in Ottawa and missed like overdrive I heard that too okay and missed like 60 plus so is this a surprise no but like 
it's still, it's still hurt. It screams. I sent out a tweet right away that said, you know what? Year two of this contract. And if you're a Leafs fan and you've been a Leafs fan for a long time, you're going to know what this is. He's going to be on Robodaw Island where all of a sudden he gets hurt in the offseason or in training camp, and we never speak of Matt Murray's name again, and he's gone forever. I think Jake Muzzin is gone to Robodaw Island. I don't know if you heard those comments from Mitch Marner uh, the other day saying that he wasn't sure if uh, Muzzin was going to come back and play. Those are kind of two big blows, but I think it actually plays into what Stewie and I had said all offseason, that Samsonov's going to steal this job and actually looks pretty good so far. Looks bleak for my fantasy team, though. Yeah, I got, true, Murray, got, Murray. I got Murray in both my <laughs> leagues. Try to stag him. I thought it was a good late round pick, but I don't think Shogun's the answer as a backup, man. Well, Murray, Murray was the same thing in Ottawa. He's injured all the time, like you said, when he played 40 games and missed 60 of them. And uh, even going into Toronto, I was like, I wish him the best, but I feel like, you know, he's going to get injured all the time. Like, you know, fucking in practice, he gets a little bump and he has a concussion and he's out for half the season. And, you know, when he is playing healthy, I think he's a good goalie, but it seems like he's always battling injuries. And, I, you know, it's almost like he has a curse on him. Like he's just constantly getting hurt. So hopefully he can get through it. But uh, I don't mind because I'm playing Stewie in fantasy this week. And he's got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it's just, it looks bad, right? Because like, yeah, the guy's injury prone. That's fine. If you're injury prone, whatever. But at the same point, like, fuck, man, get, get a couple games on your belt. Like if you really want to like make it sound even worse, which is how it is. He played one game. He let in four goals on 23 shots had two days off, and then got hurt in a morning skate. So you faced 23 fucking shots and had one practice and got hurt. Like, that's fucking, like, that. that's, it, it, to me, yeah. it just screams a sign of things to come, and it's tough. I know that you dealt with that in Ottawa probably, Ty, for the last two years, where it's oh, yeah. constantly like, you're like, man, this guy's won two cups. He's supposed to be good. He's got all this hype around him, but he doesn't fucking play. And after a while, it gets under people's skin. The difference is in Ottawa and other markets, he'd have a lot more leeway. In Toronto, he doesn't. The fans will fucking kill him right away. (laughs) Media, the fans, yeah, everyone, they'll be all over him. Even in Ottawa, we were pretty tough on him. Like, he was uh, supposed to be our saving grace when we were rebuilding the team. Like, he was supposed to come and be our number one guy. And he was just, like you said, played less than, you know, (laughs) he was injured for more games than he played. So, uh, no, I don't don't mind him, though, but it, It must, but he is two cups, so I don't know if he's complaining too much. He gets roasted like everywhere he goes. Now he's in Toronto, like the biggest fucking, the biggest stage you could play at. And like the guy plays one game and gets hurt. Like it's, you can't really blame a guy for getting hurt, but fucking no. now he's just taking it to the face. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, yeah. uh, he's just a natural band-aid, dude. He needs to fucking, what was it? Like a thigh injury? It's like, it's like a hip, hip adductor, or groin injury or something. It was something soft tissue. Drink more water and you're fine, man. Somebody start <laughs> the Twitter attack. <laughs> Drink more hashtag drink more water, Murray. He'll fix him up. There it is. He'll come back stronger than ever. <laughs> drink some milk, yeah, well, brittle bone bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he'll be able to bounce back, but we'll we'll see as the season goes on here. But I think you're right. Sam Sonov's got the uh, the number one role as it is right now. But uh, other thing with hockey here, what'd you guys think of the reverse retro jerseys that were uh, revealed today? Some of them I thought were kind of decent. Some of them really nice and some were just hot garbage. Did you guys have any favorites there? Any thoughts on any of those? I actually didn't see them. I saw the, okay, I saw there was like a few that were leaked. Yeah, like Arizona and. Well, I think Arizona actually released theirs yesterday, no? I don't know. I might be wrong, but Arizona's looked fine. But then like there's a few that were, were like leaked and I wasn't like a fan of really any of them. And see fucking DK pulling them up right now. 
Say, I, I was just about to say I, I hadn't seen them, but I like I like uh I like that old school Ducks. I like the old school Sabers. I like the old school Rangers. The old school Capitals. I did see this post, so that's why I was just pulling it back up. I love some of these jerseys, like a lot. I thought so too. Some of them are really nice, and then uh, like I said, some are just hot garbage out there. Yep. Did the Leafs one release? I saw like a, a video, like a promo video, but they didn't release it. They were like, staying by Adidas, all this like weird production. I will say the one thing about the Leafs is like, I like a lot of their old school jerseys, but like they can't do much. It's literally just a Maple Leaf. So like what they can't, they really can't do much to make it better. But theirs didn't yeah. look bad either. I, did, I didn't mind theirs at all. Um, I Like I said, I liked, I liked a lot of these fucking jerseys, but. It's okay. weird to me that like Vegas has a reverse retro jersey. Like how? It's glow in the dark too, eh? That's gonna be glow in the dark that one, which is wow. kind of neat. Like they do their intro with all the lights out, and then like Vegas would get so hyped for their pregame intros and shit, you're just gonna see those things glowing. That'll be neat. <laughs> Are you looking at the ESPN list? The, they ranked Florida as number one. That's kind of cool. Like it'll what's the get last old. place? Tampa. I did not like Tampa. It's got to be Detroit. It's got to be Detroit. I'm gonna scroll through them fast. I love San Jose's. The old California Seals yeah. one is awesome. The San Jose one's sweet. Yeah, I like uh, that Montreal, one. I like the blue. I didn't like Montreal's. The Kings one I like. It's like the Marcel Dion era jerseys. Um, yeah. Colorado's is uh, whatever. It's the old Colorado, Colorado Rockies logo, is that? Look at Tampa's, though. There's too much going on there, in my opinion, man. Like, I, don't know I like those old school those... Tampa jerseys when they won the cup you with like, the Cavier oh. and fucking shit. I love that one. I love... I like those, those ones, ones but this one they got like it's got like a lightning stripes or lightning bolts on the arm and like it just looks like there's too much going on for me. You know, I liked when they kept it simple with the the Saint Louis Le Cavalier ones. Like that's what they're going for there, but they added a little too much extra, I think. But uh, I'm no fucking fashionista over here. Just yeah, no, yeah, the lightning was <laughs> the lightning was ranked not, dead last. Oh Jesus! Nice. How is Detroit not ranked dead last? It literally just says Detroit with fucking some black lines. Yeah, That's horrible. They were Chicago. Horrible. Chicago's yeah, the same shit. It's just some of these are bad. Detroit's, but some of these are just basic. Like, yeah, Tampa's is pretty brutal. I don't like that at all. Uh, there's just yeah. way too much going on, with, like the lightning on the sleeves and shit. Yeah, uh, and Philly's the bottom, is like, like really basic. Going from the bottom, I don't, I don't mind this Calgary one, although it's rated low. But it maybe it's that diagonal stripe. The Leafs is just the Leafs. Same with the Senators. The Leafs and the Senators cannot do much with retro jerseys. They have one logo, and that's that. <laughs> Same with Detroit. Yeah. Like, I think with, with uh, Toronto and Detroit especially, like, their jerseys are so iconic. You can't mess with them too much. And then with Ottawa, they already – their home and away jerseys now, like, a couple seasons ago, they went back to their retro. So, it's like, how do you do a reverse retro when your home's already retro? How about Nashville bringing back these ones? I like the Nashville ones a lot. You like them? The the yep. mustard yellow the, with the ugliest logo of all time. You actually like those? The big saber tooth. I like that a lot. I like that. <laughs> I don't hate it. I I just laugh that like Seattle and Vegas is included in this. Like, yeah, real yeah. retro yeah. for fucking Seattle. They came to the league last year. <laughs> I thought yeah. the Buffalo was bringing back the the red and black. Yeah, they they brought back the saber or the Buffalo like face logo, but they didn't bring yeah. back. I think. They have that on yellow and blue, right? They didn't bring back. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm black, saying. Right? Where's the red and black? Uh, the red and black looks way better with that logo, I agree. especially. I agree. They're not using that at all? I don't want to spend too much time um, talking about these jerseys, though. I just thought yeah, uh, we'd get get a no, few quick looks, opinions some on uh, look, some of the nice ones, some of the bad yeah. ones. Can I say Pittsburgh? But, uh, I like Pittsburgh before we move on. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh the old like, Lemieux. The Lemieux. Yeah. Capitals, yeah. I like. Yeah. Vancouver, I'm not a fan ones. of. 
I don't anyway, like that so Edmonton got... logo. But yeah, 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 yeah. Move on, move on. <laughs> yeah. We got yeah, something yeah. exciting yeah. to do here. A little, a little more exciting than oh uh, yeah, holy reverse shit. retro jerseys. And that is, uh, <laughs> I don't know if Stu's ready for this one, but we got a new segment coming in real hot here. And uh, I'm just going to leave this one to, to Stewie J to handle. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of Stewie J Saturdays. We did this uh, a few times, like for in, in the early days of the pod, because it was like kind of getting towards the end of the NHL season, but there was still hockey every Saturday. And we did a couple Stewie J Saturdays. We're bringing it back. So every Saturday, I'm going to have hopefully a parlay for you. And then I'm also going to have a few singles. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Stewie J Saturday. All right, first up. I'm going to start with the parlay. What I've got for you lads is... Oh, I'm on Thursday. Holy shit, I got to adjust my fucking bet stamp here. I'm fucking all over the place. I was going to say, this looks bad. This does not look as like what I was already looking at. All right, right off the top, we're taking the New Jersey Devils over the San Jose Sharks. They are the favorite. Mine's, the odds will probably change. Not everything's updated yet because it's still early. We're a few, recording this on Thursday. It's a couple days before Saturday. So if you can place this Saturday morning, you'll get... Uh, a better odds. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kind of steer away from odds and just name the pick. So for my parlay, like I said, we got the Devils beating the Sharks. Ty's gonna like this. For the second le- leg of the parlay, we got the Sens beating Arizona. And for the final leg of the parlay, we got the Penguins going into CBJ and taking home the W. Those three are all favorites, and that parlay will probably come out to about plus 300. Um, like I said, it's still early. We don't know the exact odds. We'll give you a post um, the day of where you can find the best odds and what exactly the price is. Now, a few singles because there's some weird stuff going on on Saturday, all right? There's some good teams that are underdogs. A lot of good teams are playing other good teams. A lot of bad teams are playing other bad teams. So there's no, like, clear victories. Um, obviously, I'd say, like, you could take Arizona at a loss every time they play, but they beat Toronto the other day. But I still got Ottawa beating them. But for the singles, I'm taking Minnesota over Boston. They're listed as a favorite right now. I think Minnesota comes back. They bounce back a little bit. Flurry's letting about like 15 goals in two games. So I don't think he has a shit game like he has been. Uh, at some point, he's got to turn it around, right? They're pairing him way too he's much due. money. He's due. He's due for a win. Minnesota over Boston. We're also going to take the Islanders over Tampa Bay. I don't like Tampa Bay's team as much as I have in the past couple of years. And the Islanders have come out hot. I like the Islanders over Tampa. I think Sorokin has had a better start the year than Vasilevsky is, but obviously two great goalies. Anyone can win that game, but for the price you're getting, plus 140 it's listed at, and right now at the moment, you could probably find better than that on Saturday. Even at plus 140, I love the Islanders. They're a better team than, than people think. And then finally, I think Carolina and the Rangers are the class of the East, and Carolina is an underdog. I like the Hurricanes a lot. Um, the Flames, obviously a great team, but at plus money, I can't pass up Carolina. I think they're they're a cup contender, and I think Calgary's still kind of figuring some stuff out. So Carolina's come out hot to start the year, too, so look for them to continue. That's my picks for Stewie J Saturday. Hell yeah, love that sense pick, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're good, buddy. I'm going mini Islanders Hurricanes for my singles. This is a recap, and then parlay is Devils Sens. Penguins. Fuck yeah. Right on. And are we doing this every week now during hockey season? Is that I'll how Stewie Saturdays week, is buddy. going? I'll do it every week. Hopefully, hopefully, baby. hopefully next week I have the right day pulled up on fucking Betstamp when I started off. Eh? <laughs> track, write them down, track your records, Stu. 
And then that way, when you when we start off, we we know that we're just winning gamblers on this fucking show. Okay, <laughs> we've. I'm not gonna lie. We're like, I'm gonna go to the stats right now. But if you go to Betstamp Boys using code NUX, you'll find us on there. And not only can you see our basic stats, but you can you can see our stats by sports. All right. Oh shit, boys! Holy, look at this. Um, I'm not gonna lie. We're at the top of the future betters list on Betstamp right now. Very top. I saw that earlier. We're getting today, the fucking. Yeah. We're getting the bet stamp boost. We got 17 followers on the app right now. Holy shit. Let's, right on. Let's go. They're, they're liking the bets replacing. All right. I can't lie. We've been bouncing in and out of the red, but uh, it's because we're new. All right. But we're in the green. Yeah, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. We're in the green. So anyways, if you go to bet stamp and go analyze wagers, look at this, boys. You can go all time by sportsbook, all time by league. So if you go all time by league, you can see NHL, our net profit in NHL so far. Um, thanks to DK had a really good day that one day. And then so did I, um, our net profit is over $400. Our return on investment is 109% in the NHL so far. So don't call us the fucking experts, but NHL sharp might be the experts. experts. And then, uh, uh, DK, you're doing pretty good on NFL too. Like, uh, even though last week was a little bit of a stinker, uh, you're still up, uh, 9.3% ROI in NFL. Um, 116 net profit and ty although you don't have to mention um, my picks dude. I, I was gonna ty, ty. let's recap these next week <laughs> yeah, yeah. are we going to hey, UFC we had two shit or ufc cards so fuck those we ones. did have two shit i did i can't lie five play parlays and shit that was going on you can never count ty out because um even though like the bets uh that he's mentioned like in the last couple weeks have may have like lost most of them um his overall picks if you take if you take singles if you just take all his singles that he posts for every single every single fight of every single card um i'm pretty sure you're still positive both weeks you've lost like last week you lost your big parlay your five leg parlay by one one fight yeah and one fucking on total picks it was eight and three or something like that so like right and then money line picks take the ones you like and parlay those together like Make your own yeah. parlays if if you want. Like I'll tell you what I'm going with, but you also got uh, that that uh, post I'll make with all my uh, you know who's gonna win picks, and you can do whatever you want with that. Right, and then and then the the card before that, I think you would have hit your parlay, but Dern lost too, so you missed it yeah, by like, a single leg. Pretty sure that one too. That so like you're just getting, and then both times you try to call underdogs on the single, which is especially hard in UFC. So like I wouldn't blame you for being like uh, uh, in the red so far, but. Um, as you can, like, we were, you were so far in the green on UFC, like, since the start of this oh, pod, yeah. that is not an accurate number. Like, you're probably no, still, like, way green still. You know what I mean? Like, even that, then, bro, that one parlay at, like, plus 4,400, bro, probably makes yeah. up for, if we place that for a single yeah, unit on bet, that makes up for everything that, yeah. uh, everything that you've missed in this yep. history of the pod. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we're looking for, right? You hit one of those, and you're you're ahead money, and you could lose ten in a row and still be up money because you hit that yep. one plus four thousand or whatever. But um, I'm loving these new segments, and uh, we we'll get into another one when we get to UFC. But I'll just uh, we'll quickly go through baseball here, and I think I'm done making predictions when it comes to baseball at this point because I keep getting it wrong. I thought we'd see the Astros and Dodgers in the finals. I thought it was almost a lock. Everyone kind of had them as the favorites, but. Now the Dodgers are gone, and we got some different matchups. We got Padres versus Phillies and Astros versus the Yanks. I got a little lunch money on the Yankees, so that's who I'm rooting for. But uh, curious on your your guys' thoughts on those matchups. And uh, if, I guess I don't know if you want to make any predictions either, but uh, what are your guys' thoughts on those matchups? 
Well, I w- the only the literally I think the only series that I've really gotten right most of the time is the fil- with the Phillies. Um, do I think they're going to win the World Series? No, but they've been good to me, and they've been the only team that's good to me. My predictions in the MLB are terrible, which is why I don't bet in the MLB because I stink at it. But I'm still going with the Phillies just because they've been good to me. Do I think Houston's probably going to win it? Yes. Do I want to see them win it? No. So I'm just going to take the Phillies right now and hope that they win. I think that series with the Padres is tied 1-1. I think the Yankees and the Astros are going head-to-head right now, um, starting at 7 o'clock here tonight on Thursday. Um, Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going to roll with the Phillies right now. What about you, Stu? You got any uh, thoughts on these uh, matchups? I like like that the Dodgers lost. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't think we called anything. I, I think... I think I said Phillies too. Um, I think we all kind of like collectively. versus Yanks, though. Don't you hate both those teams? It's like the worst yeah, so possible like, matchup for you, no? Yeah. Well, I said last week I don't necessarily mind the Yankees, but um, not a fan of either team. Yeah, I don't really like the Astros. So go Yankees. It's like weird to cheer for the Yankees, but yeah, I like uh, <laughs> hoping for the Yankees to come out. It'd be nice to see the Yankees in a World Series too, just because of like um, the. The meat, like yeah, the media that's like surrounded the season with them because uh, um, with all the yeah, with the Aaron Judge thing going on. But uh, how about um, how about the Josh Naylor doing the fucking baby walk around the bases, smoking off Garrett Cole? I love that because I hate Garrett Cole. But then it turned out to bite him in the ass (laughs) because they weren't even they were still losing when he hit that home run, and then they lost the game, and then they lost the fucking series, and they all did the fucking baby fucking cradle. If I'm a pitcher, or say I'm like a closer. And I strike out Josh Naylor next year. I am walking to the plate, rocking the baby. Oh no yeah, who I am in the league. Like he's gonna get fucking roasted absolutely everywhere. Um, I don't mind it either. But did you see the Yankees struck out seventeen times in Game One versus the Astros? First team in history to strike out seventeen times in an ALCS game. That's just that's absurd. That is just wild. Yeah, the, the Astros the only. The Astros struck out only like four times or something, or five yeah. times. Like it was just a, like the biggest margin between uh, strikeouts in like history. I think like, yeah. I saw a statistic about that. When when those about. Yankee bats go cold, they go ice cold. They don't touch a fucking ball. It's brutal, man. It's yeah, brutal. I guess. Yeah, we saw that, that in way. the summer, right? When they went like yeah. fucking right after the All Star like, break, they were like one of the worst teams they in baseball eight and for twenty eight or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> brutal. All right, well that's uh, we'll just. Quickly went through baseball there, and we'll uh, move on to some good stuff here. We got UFC this weekend, and it's a big one. It's UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi. Oliveira versus Makachev is your main event, and this card is stacked. So just to mention a few of the other fights on this card I'm looking forward to. We've got Yan fighting O'Malley. Sterling is defending his belt against Dillashaw. Dariush is for, uh, facing up against Gamrot. That one could be interesting. And then also there's a Nurmega Medov on the card, and that's always fun to watch as well. So. For my UFC 280 gambling picks, I'll rip those off quick here. And uh, you can find out what sportsbook has the best odds for these picks by using the BetStamp app. It's free to download. Use code NUX when you sign up. Now, just like Stewie J did his Stewie J Saturday segment there, I've got something similar for my picks here, and I'll just let the audio speak for itself. Ladies and gentlemen, Ty's Wicked Ticket. All right, here we go. This weekend at UFC 280, we got a three-leg parlay we're going to hammer, and it goes Oliveira. Sterling and Yan all to get the W so throw them on the money line there and then as for singles bets I've got a bunch of them here we've got Oliveira to get the finish uh, we've also got Dariush money line Bilal Muhammad money line Nurmagomedov money line and Boralo money line and I mean overall that's a lot of dogs we're going with there and that's what we call Ty's Wicked Ticket <laughs>
Wait, you did a parlay? Yep. Yep. Oh, you went through that quick? I fucking ripped them, buddy. I was under under 60 seconds. That was unbelievable. Holy fuck. I, <laughs> I that mean, was like two and a half minutes. You killed me. You blew me out of the water. Lots of dogs, too. Like, all those fuck, are plus money. We're going to be racing, for, buddy. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, We're gonna do this I was every week, I got dude. blown out of the water. I think you lapped me a couple of times, dude. Yeah. I got fucking so I, I got some competition with the stopwatch when I go to my NFL Honey. picks now. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you were yeah, you, you kind of like explained our picks a little bit. Actually, I don't even know if I did. I think my like bad prep, like just fucking opening up that <laughs> stamp on the wrong fucking date is what screwed me up right from the start. I was it was I was chooched right from the fucking gate. But then uh but DK always explains his picks, but uh if you want me to explain it, let us I can do that too. So you got, you know what the ticket is there. So, you know, if, if you want me to recap uh, just what I said there, I think Oliveira finishes Makachev because I think, you know, well, I think Makachev goes in there, try to ground and pound him. And that's the most dangerous guy to to try and get on top of in a grappling match because Oliveira's got, you know, he'll break your arm, he'll break your leg. He's got every single weapon you could possibly think of. And he's also got hands that can knock you out. So I think Oliveira, what he said he's going to do is go in there and start pushing forward. I think if he gets tagged, you know, he falls down like he did against Gaethje, waits for him to come in and ground and brown. And then I think Makachev's very willing to do that. And he's going to get, I think he's going to get hurt. He's going to get something broken or he's going to get choked out because those guys from Dagestan, they do not tap. So he is going to go in there and uh, he's either going to sleep or he's getting something broken is what I'm thinking. Not, then, not, uh, to, cut you off, not to cut you off, Ty. I just have yeah. a question for you about Charles Oliveira because I've, I've, I didn't hear this comparison, but this just popped into my brain and I feel like it's bang on. Charles Oliveira reminds me of a unstoppable prime Tony Ferguson. When nobody could beat Tony, he would snap an arm, snap a leg. He was throwing elbows. He could knock it down with his weird punches. A little bit different, a little bit unorthodox. I love, I love Charles Oliveira too. I just feel like yeah. he's a prime I mean, Tony Ferguson. The, definitely, uh, you know, some similar skills, but I think Oliveira is even better. At, at, definitely at this point, like I think prime Oliveira is way better than prime uh, Ferguson is, is what I would say. I think, you know, if Oliver goes in there and beats Makachev, you're talking about him as one of the greatest of all time conversation. And I know uh, it's tough for him to get fans, I think, because he doesn't speak English. Like, he's always got the translator and stuff. It's a bit tougher to get the fans in America when uh, fighters have that uh, kind of obstacle around them. But, I, I, you know, the last five fights I've watched Oliver and he's uh, he hasn't let me down. And he's a dog in this fight. Like, how do you have the, you know, who should be the champ as a dog? So. Definitely going Oliver to get the finish. Um, when you mentioned Oliver and Ferguson comparison, though, when they fought, you had the uh, the picture of them side by side in like the uh, the tail of the tape, whatever they call that. And honestly, it looked like a Walmart Others. version of each other. So yeah. <laughs> they look so similar, those two guys. So that's funny you made that comparison. But uh, for just explaining my other picks, Darius, I got on the money line. I think that's going to be a close fight. I don't know uh, if it's going to be a finish. I think it might go uh, decision, but I'll just leave that one as that uh but Bilal Muhammad I think he goes in there and he kind of wrestles them like I've seen him win fights very in a very boring fashion in the past I think he'll probably do it that way again he's a dog as well Nurmagomedov I think before the pod started recording DK said if he sees the Nurmagomedov <laughs> on the card you just it's the same rule like uh he doesn't bet on guys over 40 and if there's a Nurmagomedov he's always betting on the guy with that yeah. last name so that's uh kind of the <laughs> same idea I'm going with here and then Barallo I think he was a guy from uh, Dana White's contender series let me get back here to that and that that parley. Sterling, I think he goes in there, does what he did to Yan. He he chokes him out. I haven't seen Dillashaw fight in years, so I don't know what he's going to come out there and do. 
And then Yan, I think, uh, I think he hurts O'Malley. I saw like Cheeto versus O'Malley and, uh, you know, O'Malley was getting hurt off a, a leg kick from Cheeto. I think uh, Yan kicks even harder. So I, I, I think he gets hurt too. I think it's a finish for Yan, but uh, that's, that's a little explanation, I guess. I didn't dive too deep into that, but um, I do, like we mentioned earlier, I do have other picks too that I left off the ticket and those will all be money line picks for the entire card. And you'll be able to see those on Saturday before the, before the fights, post those up on the Knox Twitter and Instagram. But uh, DK, you usually, usually got picks. Uh, what do you think happens at uh, UFC 280 there? Uh, like you said, I could have bet this whole card. Um, the Nurmagomedov thing, I completely agree. As soon as you see a Nurmagomedov on the card, you bet him to win regardless i don't care what the odds are you take him to win because it's a nirmaga made off and they haven't let me down yet um i have four picks on this card but before this i do want to say there is this whole card is stacked but there's one bellator fight here and it's the <laughs> fucking volcan obsdemir versus nikita krylov these are two guys that probably are both going to get cut if it's a stinker of a fight on a big card but going into my picks here, I'm actually opposite of Ty. I get TJ Dillashaw at plus 150 dog over Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling fights boring fights. And the one thing that I remember about TJ Dillashaw is how high energy and how octane he is. He might be able to bring the fight to Aljamain like certain guys haven't been able to. Do I like Dillashaw? No, of course I fucking don't like Dillashaw. But I like him as a dog here against Aljamain. I like Armin Petrosian versus AJ Dobson. You're going to get that at minus 205, so you got to pay a little bit of juice. But every time I've watched Armin Petrosian fight, I've really enjoyed watching a fight. He's entertaining, and I think he gets a ton of wins. My next fight, I'm right with Ty. I'm Charlie Olive's baby. I am in his corner. I'm taking him as a dog at plus 160 over Makachev, just like Ty said. I just think he's more dangerous and has more chances to get the finish. And my last two picks, I'm going against, I'm going Sean O'Malley plus 235 for half a unit. And I'm also throwing half a unit on Sean O'Malley to get the win by KO, TKO, or DQ. You're going to get that at plus 550 if you bet that one. And Todd, you can agree with me. If O'Malley's going to win, it's going to be by KO, TKO, or DQ 100%. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great fight. Those are two guys that love to stand and bang like it's going to be just a strike fest out there. I don't think you'll see any grappling or clinching or anything like that. It's going to be spinning head kicks, spinning punches. It's going to be insane. And then either one of those guys connects, it's lights out. So can't wait for that. Um, Are Are you boys stand and bang guys or no? Uh, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too small. I'm too small to be a stand and bang guy to get the low center of gravity and try to take you down and put my fat belly on you. Like Roy Nelson grind, grind out on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wasn't exactly what I meant, but yeah, keep going. Wow. Nobody understood what happened. Stewie's brains in the gutter again, boy. Speaking (laughs) of stand and bang, though, did we see that uh, my theory on the whole Lana Rhodes? It actually is Blake Griffin's fucking kid. Did we all see that? Was that confirmed? It was confirmed. Blake Griffin is the father of Lana Rhodes' kid, and I love the fact that we were fucking four, five, six weeks early on it. Lana Rhodes, she's (laughs) out of girl. Out of girl gets Blake Griffin. How does she keep ending up? In our podcast, I will never understand, but <laughs> but um, you we got Blake UFC Griffin's picks a stand in and there. Bang? Oh, definitely a stand and bang. Look how fucking tall he is. He's definitely guy. He's a stand and bang guy. He's not laying on any bed. Doesn't fit him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ty. So Ty's all right. All, all done with the uh, Lane Rhodes talk, boys. All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, other picks here. We did our UFC picks, so now on to NFL picks. And uh, DK, did you want to just dive right into those? 
Yeah, sure. I'll Double go. Wins. I'll go right into them. Um, I'll do a little recap. I was one and three last week, but it was fucking close to being almost a perfect week. Like the Ravens had a ten point lead with six minutes to go, puked all over themselves and lost it. The Cowboys just had to hit a field goal for us to win. The Bengals came back and got the dub, which would have cashed the parlay. It didn't happen. Close is only good for you in horseshoes, and unfortunately, we're gambling, not fucking playing horseshoes. So I was one and three last week. I'm thirteen. And hand grenades. And a- yes, true. <laughs> that also works too. Thirteen and eleven is my record on this pod going into week seven. So right now, let's grind over some gridiron winners. Ladies and gentlemen, DK's briefcase. So I'm starting off this week going to a team that fucking killed me last week. I got the Giants plus three, and I got them on the money line at plus 135 over the Jags. The Giants are still getting no respect, no respect from any sportsbook being a dog, and they're playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I've watched them play. They stink, and they're not good. They've hurt me four, five, six weeks in a row. I think the Giants go in there, not only cover the number, but get the dub. My next pick, I got the Kansas City Chiefs at minus two and a half over the 49ers. This is a big bounce-back game for the Chiefs after losing to the Bills. The San Francisco defense is real good, but the Chiefs offense is just all around better. And my last pick, I'm going with another good team that hasn't been that's been underperforming. I'm going with the Packers minus four and a half over the Washington Commanders. This Packers team is kind of bad, but they're not this bad. I still think that they beat the Commanders by seven or more. I think Carson Wentz is throwing 100 picks to anybody in that secondary for the Green Bay Packers. Those are the picks. Hammer them and let's go. You think? Do you have Carson right, Wentz to throw a fucking to throw a pick? Would you take, would take that, that bet? Is if it's sitting anywhere close to like minus one twenty or under, I would hammer that fucking bet. I gotta get right. my uh, stopwatch ready for the next one. You do one of those. DKLs, I think you beat him. Uh, I think you beat him. No, you definitely beat me. Ty. You definitely beat me. <laughs> you ex- you did explain a little bit more than I did though. I kind of just was gonna rip off the ticket and then explain after, but you kind of get your explanations right in there. So a little more detail with uh, DK's briefcase than uh, Ty's wicked ticket, but uh, definitely tail those picks either way. You can see them on bet stamp. Now um, I'm less than a casual fan when it comes to uh, watching basketball, but I know the lads here aren't they're right into it. And uh, the NBA season has gotten underway. I know Stu was watching the Raps game there last night when they got the dub and I imagine DK was too. So with that, I'm just wondering if you guys have any thoughts or predictions for the upcoming NBA season. Um, no predictions this early because, um, I don't know, like the league's like more spread out, uh, evenly, like in comparison to like the last decade or so. Yep. So, but I did like the Raptors last night. I mean, like that's a game where if they were down like seven in like the, the last like two years with like a couple minutes to go or like five or so minutes to go, uh, I, they just normally just didn't have it in them to like kind of pull through and, and, uh, win that game. but. They came back, and they won. So it's good, good news. I thought Scotty was going to come out like uh, a lot, uh, a lot more impactful than than he did. But uh, obviously, it's one game of the season, and a win's a win. So uh, you love to see it. I I still think Scotty was good. He shot fifty percent from the floor, one of one for three. Had fifteen points, three rebounds, seven apples. Like he, he yeah, and, he, he, and he was two, good late. And he was two really steals. Good late. He was he was he was all right. But yeah, that Raptors team is kind of they're in in like a a weird zone. They're getting too old to be considered like just like a up and coming team. And they're 
they don't have that guy like Kawhi to take him to the final. So I don't know how good the Raptors are going to be. The one team that I think in this league that's going to just actually go on a second dynasty is the Golden State Warriors, man. They're fucking so good. I was watching the other night, too. Yeah, they, are. they are so good. And it's it's tough to pick anybody. If you're going to make an early season prediction, it's tough to pick anybody other than the Golden State Warriors to win again and go on another dynasty-type run. Um, but I just want to pat myself on the back. Maybe one of the worst takes of all time that I had on this podcast, and it's actually come to fruition. I said when the Raptors drafted him because they were hurting for big men that Christian Coloco was going to have more of an impact on his team this year than Chet Holmgren. And the fact that Christian Coloco scored, I think he scored like two points yesterday. Christian Coloco scored three points yesterday. He's already going to have way more of an impact on his team than Chet Holmgren will all year. (laughs) Doesn't matter that Chet's injured. Doesn't matter that he's not going to play a game, miss the season. My prediction came right regardless. A win's a win, boys. A win is a win. By default, dude. Yeah, exactly. I think I think I I think I co-signed your fucking take there when you said that too. So I, I'm glad that I'm glad that came to fruition, like you said. <laughs> so, that such has a to be like take. what? Fifteen episodes ago now, or something like that. Eh? that was oh yeah, that was a long time ago. That was when the Raptors drafted in the offseason. Yeah, I, I remember my takes. Go. I remember them good and bad. Most mostly bad, but I remember them either way. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, last 82 we'll get into, and 82 uh, isn't going good. Sorry, Ty. Oh, that's another uh, hot take there, but I mean, that was a still one. early in the season. Eh, still, still early. Guy can, still guy can, early. <laughs> he's got one goal in four games. Still early. Still early. If he scores a Hattie tonight, now he's got four and five, and nobody fucking saying anything about it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I well, Stu, so. you I had him on uh, your fantasy team, right? And I think you, yeah, you accidentally league, benched yeah. him the one game, and he was like a minus player, and it was actually a good call to bench him. Yeah, I benched him first game of the season. I, I put in the fucking league chat. I was like, uh, this isn't the Bucks on next league, by the way, for, for the listeners. But in a different league, I benched him. Put in the Nux right. or put in the uh, league chat. I said, uh, good start of the season, boys. Just bench Matthews on accident. <laughs> and then he ended up being a fucking no points, minus one, fucking yeah. yeah. Got some shots on goal, got some hits, but yeah. Well, Didn't speaking of fantasy to too, that's move. um, that's the last thing uh, we had to get into on the show here today. Uh, uh, fantasy sports there. So why don't we start with uh, fantasy hockey? Like, how are you guys feeling about uh, your fantasy team at this point? A couple weeks in now. Um. <laughs> DK, do you want to go first? I'm an absolute shambolese. I have a boys. feeling it has to do with Markstrom. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Let's... One second. Wait till I get to that. But the fact that I went eleven two and two in week one had no clue how the standing works, and then I look and I'm fucking uh, in second place, and I'm pretty sure Ty's in third right now. And then I look at the guy yeah. who was saying he's winning the league, and I see he went. What? What did you go? All right, man. All right, here we go. <laughs> no, it's the same with my yeah, other league. It's, it's the same in my other league too. It's, it's one week, bro. I'm gonna win both of them. It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. I'm also getting fucking yeah, yeah. bent over by Ty over the fucking Zoob tubes over here. And yeah, let's go Zoob. The Zoob, Zoob had a goal and assist. He was like plus two the other night. That's a sleeper pick if I ever saw Zoob. <laughs> last time i did I that it, it screwed up my mic <laughs> i was hearing like weird noises in my mic because it got too loud to handle it he's not a mike's not a big zoob fan but yeah i'm getting rinsed oh it is dude again. it was like it's send it out into you know overdrive there couldn't handle the zoob dude just like that's oh, fair boston runes couldn't handle i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm not the commissioner of this league but i'm going to put in a good word with the commissioner the guy who dropped markstrom for Lindgren, and then in the same hour, drop Lindgren for someone else, and then drop that guy for somebody else. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to say this. You're not in the league next year. You're not in the league. You're done. 
you're done. That you, you usually somebody gets like a stupid moment. That was one of the stupidest moments I've ever seen in fantasy in my life. The guy is cut from the league permanently. I don't care if he wins. He ain't coming back. <laughs> That's so funny. The funniest, the funniest part is that he used. You get like a max limit of ads per week. I think it's four yeah. ads per week, yeah. and he used about three of them in a single day, and like did, only got like one goalie start out of it. Yeah. Well, what's even better is uh, Mark. He's a a Buffalo Sabers fan. This guy. He's one of our buddies. Uh, we went to school on Mean Stew, and uh, Buffalo's playing the Calgary Flames tonight. So Markstrom's going to be playing against his team, and I hope he gets like a shot. And he's got Anderson, like, right? Or hilarious. is Anderson playing tonight? That's a good question, but he does have Anderson as well. That'd be sure jokes if Anderson not, gets yeah. lit up and, See, they, and then and Calgary shuts out the fucking uh, Sabres and then he's just like, and then he just feels like an idiot. Say, like guy just dropped Markstrom and we he need had, a, literally yo, has I'm going to make a graphic, bro. <laughs> I'm going to make a graphic that, that uh, shows like the, almost like a trade tree yep. where it's like, <laughs> where it went from Markstrom to, to who Charlie Lindgren looks yep. like he should be in a Dodge Ram commercial, Stolars. as Ty said. Yeah, then yeah. it went to Stolars. Yep. And then it went to fucking, he dropped Lindgren before he even got a start in. It was the and then picked up Stolars. Thing. I don't think Stolars even got a start. And then he nope. dropped Stolars for James Reimer. So yeah. he went from Markstrom to Reimer real quick and used up four ads in the process. And now I hope Reimer has a Vesna season for him. Oh, or else dude. it looks pretty bad. I guess I don't care if this <laughs> guy wins the league. He's, that, that's just, that's unheard of. The fact that somebody got <laughs> Markstrom on free agency because they were number one in the waiver priority. That fucking was. I was getting so mad. I was so yeah. mad when well, I got that notification. It kind of um, it kind of screws over like uh, other teams in the league too because now one of the teams just picked up another like you know what what did Markstrom go in third round like that's another third round pick added to his team and attendee that I think last week or something you were saying could be a Vesna goalie like he whoever was third picked him Vesna up just got a much, yeah <laughs> much better team adding that guy and like you're gonna have to play against this guy now he's got probably like three really good goalies or at least yeah. two i would imagine i have to go yeah. look at the team but you shouldn't get to be you shouldn't be able to that's like adding shesterkin or something almost you know like yeah, that's no caliber goalie just dropping him for, for lingering the dodge ram commercial guy <laughs> that's just horrible <laughs> horrible yeah but um moving on to uh, the other fantasy league we got going there uh, fantasy football uh i'm doing shit in that league i'm kind of waiting for my injured players to get healthy and like hopefully the second half of the season will make a comeback but uh having a rough go so far how about you guys i i'm looking good boys and i got uh Ertz and camara playing tonight uh i was looking it was looking a little bit bleak the first few weeks but now i'm right back in and i'm three and three i'm in the middle of the pack and i'm i'm good to go you know what i'm saying yeah. um there's a couple i put like uh i'm gonna every week i'm gonna put like a leaderboard for both our leagues uh you saw the first one this week um DK, your buddy big time Timmy Jim's there, hops in the chat, and he said, I might be the most, uh, pretty well, the most unlu- unlucky fucking fantasy manager of all time. He's got 761 points for, which is good enough for about, uh, I think it counted, but it's like sixth or seventh most in the league, and he has one win. Yeah, dude. Well, the one wow. thing I will say about Tom is like, I, I texted him on the side and was like, Quit your fucking whining. <laughs> if your team's scoring a ton of points, then you're going to end up winning a few weeks. Like, just how he's like, well, every team's having the best week against me. Oh, boo yeah. fucking who? My team's horrible. <laughs> I have the least amount of points in the league, and I stink. <laughs> like, I, I would much rather be one and five and at least be like, yeah, there's some hope. I have no hope. My team is so fucking bad. I literally said that as soon as I got the number one overall pick that I was going to finish last. I'd be shocked if I win more than three times this year. <laughs> 
My team is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And with Jonathan Taylor not being such a number one overall pick, you're in absolute shambles. Buddy, weeks. you might be taking the bus to Sudbury, buddy, for the fucking <laughs> for the <laughs> last place fucking punishment. Yeah. Honestly, man, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, middle of winter? That's going to suck, buddy. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Sudbury, where trees explode in January. Dude, it's already snowing up here. I don't know if you guys got snow down there. It's been snowing here all week. Today. Snowed today here, yeah. Yeah. Early, man. That's way too early for snow, but. At least there's no mosquitoes, eh? The, the plus side of having snow, you don't got mosquitoes bugging you anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I think that's all the topics we had for today, and we got hockey games starting up shortly here, so I know the boys want to run and uh, get to their TVs for that. So uh, we'll just wrap it up here. That's a wrap for episode 25 of Bucks on Nux. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check us out on the BetStamp app. You can see Ed Taylor gambling picks on there, and the app will tell you what sportsbook has the best odds to place those bets. Sign up for BetStamp for free using code NUX. And uh, if you're enjoying the pod, drop a five-star review down for it and check out the other podcasts on showbile.com. And don't forget, if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.